1: Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. One, two, three, four, five dead bodies that we know of. Are they connected to the same serial killer? Is the same serial killer connected to? 35, repeat, 35 other jurisdiction murders. That's what we know right now. What will we learn? I'm Nancy Grace. This is Crime Stories. Thank you for being with us here at Fox Nation and Sirius XM 111. First of all, take a listen to Police Chief Kevin Davis.
3: We have a serial killer Uh, The challenge that remains is identifying other victims, and we're gonna talk about that at at great length. Uh, Our serial killer is called the shopping cart killer. He's called the shopping cart killer because he meets his victims, and so far we have four. Three are positively, two are positively identified, one is tentatively identified, and one is unknown. Uh, He meets his victims on dating sites, He meets his victims then at motels, and we'll talk about a motel that he met two of his victims at here in Fairfax County. Uh, After he inflicts trauma to his victims and kills them, he transports their bodies to their final resting place, literally in a shopping cart.
1: You know, if you parse the police chief Kevin Davis's words Quote, we have a serial killer. Very often, police chiefs and law enforcement don't want to tell the public. They think they've got a serial killer, but we figured it out. So I guess they had to go ahead and announce it. They can't identify all the victims, which is a big problem. I prosecuted a Jane Doe murder before, and you don't know who she is, where she's from, what her patterns are, who she knows, who she may have come in contact with. Very difficult to prosecute a Jane Doe murder. We also know dating sites are involved. And then after, as you hear him say, inflicting trauma to them, what does that mean? Slice them up, torture them, bludgeon them. He then murders them and transports their bodies to their final resting place literally in a shopping cart. Now, why does that offend me so much? Not not just the murder, but then putting them in a shopping cart like they're a sack of potatoes and then carting them off and just leaving them somewhere. Have you ever um, driven or walked anywhere and seen abandoned shopping carts? I, I see them all the time. And I can identify, oh, that's a Home Depot, that's a Kroger, that's a Public, that's a this, a that, a Walmart. A dead body, a woman's body, just left out in the open or on a busy street and shopping cart. Like she's a pound of flour. I mean... What does that tell us about the killer? And now he may be connected to thirty-five separate jurisdictions with homicides? Again, I'm Nancy Grayson. This is Crime Stories. And as always, we thank you for being with us, sharing your time with us as we investigate hardcore crime. With me and All-Star panel to make sense of what we know right now, first of all. Professor, University of Texas School of Law, Chief Legal Officer, Texas Advocacy Project, Bronwyn Blake. And Bronwyn, I need to get a website for you so I can look you up online. Dr. Angela Arnold, renowned psychiatrist, joining us out of the Atlanta jurisdiction at AngelaArnoldMD.com, Professor Psychiatry. Lisa Daddio, former police lieutenant, New Haven PD, lecturer, and director of the Center for Advanced Policing at University of New Haven's Forensic Science Department. Dr. Michelle Dupree, longtime friend and colleague. Forensic pathologist, former medical examiner, detective, and she literally wrote the book, or the books, Homicide Investigation Field Guide, which I love that book, and Investigating Child Abuse Field Guide, also great. But first, let's go to CrimeOnline.com investigative reporter, Alexis Tereshchuk. Alexis, first of all, I want you to hear this, hour cut three, more from police chief, Kevin Davis
3: we believe that there may be other victims in the area and throughout the Commonwealth of Virginia. And we need to act now. We need to act right now with our law enforcement partners to figure out who else our killer has had contact with. And what's his mo dating sites, motels, blunt force, trauma, shopping cart, final resting place. Uh, He's killed four already. And we we suspect that that he has more victims. He's a predator, as all serial killers are, and it's our uh, collective effort in in law enforcement to do everything we can uh, with each other, with the community, to identify other places where he has been so we can bring closure and ultimately justice. He preys on the weak. He preys on the the vulnerable. Our, Our shopping cart killer does unspeakable things with his victims.
1: This guy gets around. I do not believe these murders are copycats. Alexis Trezchuk, tell me the signature
4: style
1: the shopping cart killer uses. So
4: he meets these women on dating sites. So this is online. He meets them. They're a couple. He's using Plenty of Fish and Tag. Two different... Whoa, whoa, whoa. Plenty of Fish and what? Tagged. Like you're tagged in a picture. T-A-G? D-G-E-D.
1: T-A-G-E-D. Yes, tagged. I'm... Yep. Isn't Plenty of Fish a Christian dating
4: website? I, I think it was in the beginning. I think everybody is welcome, though.
1: Well, Alexis, that's what Christianity is all about. Everybody is welcome. But I still think of it as a Christian dating app because I guess that's how it started. And then I thought you were saying tag, but it's tagged. Um, like tag, you're it. you well put. So he's that, that tells me something right there, and I, I don't want to interrupt your flow, but to Dr. Angela Arnold, this is not like some thug standing in a corner waiting for a woman to walk by, and then he grabs her and kills her. Uh-uh. This guy's more sophisticated than that. He's actually going online. He is selecting a certain type of woman, be she white or black or tall or short or, you know, brunette or blonde. He's picking a certain type, I believe, and luring them. That's fairly sophisticated. I mean, I see the bulk of murders are not nearly that sophisticated, Doctor Angie. Right.
2: You know, Nancy, I I think that he's luring anybody that will swipe back and um and and accept his invitation. I'm not. I'm not so sure if he has a type. It's just so unfortunate that he is able to get into these, into these dating apps that everybody uses now. 30% of adults in the U.S. have said they have used online dating apps. Can you believe that, Nancy? David and I got set up on a
1: blind date. It's ubiquitous in our society now, isn't it? But can I tell you something? Nobody poo-poo dating sites because my nephew, who's really a smart guy double major in college in, let's see, chemistry and IT, and now he's an IT troubleshooter for a big corporation. He met his wife on a dating app. They're perfectly happy. I forgot how many years they've been married now. They have a beautiful little boy. I mean, it works. So I'm not surprised at that figure. And if they didn't work, Nancy, they wouldn't still be around, and more
2: and more wouldn't be created. But but women still need to be so careful and they can't throw caution to the wind when they're using these dating apps.
5: I'm Katya Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Pause for a
1: big thank you to our partner making today's program possible, Easy Breathe. Are you spending more time in your basement now that it's your rec room, office, Visit takechargeofyourair.com dot com. Get twenty percent off today. Thank you, Easy Breathe, for being our partner. Crime stories with Nancy Grace. Guys, we are talking about a guy, and of course, it's a guy. Um, you know, people say, "Are you a man hater?" No, I'm not a man hater. I just hate murderers. Um, Back to you, Alexis Tereschuk. So dating app. I'm still waiting to hear how Shopping Cart gets into it. But take it
4: from there. I don't want to leave anything out. Go ahead, Alexis. So meets these women on dating apps. In fact, one of them, he was, it seems there was more than one date. He actually had met her family. So they were, it wasn't just, we meet on a dating app, let's meet up let's go to a motel together, and he kills them there. What happens is he's, he's establishing a relationship with one of them. Then, this is where the where I said motel, he has been seen at a motel at least six times, and victims, the police have started realizing that the victims were also at this hotel.
1: So explain to me, because that's a little odd to you, Brahman Blake, joining me, adjunct professor, University of Texas School of Law, Brahman, of course, all martyrs are odd in their own way. But the fact that he would actually develop a relationship with one of his victims, that is unusual. Because typically, victims of serial killers are treated as inanimate objects like trophies. The fact that he would actually date one of them on more than one occasion, I find
0: that to be very unusual. I agree with you, Nancy. I think if we just look at this as a serial killer or even use those words shopping cart killer, that's really deceiving because we have to look at the facts of this case. And you and I both know abusive people can be very charming. It can be tricky to spot. So if we just hear about blunt force trauma, it's hard to go back and think, how did this begin? Abusive people know how to prey on vulnerability. Many of these women, maybe they needed love and companionship, and this is somebody who they thought could deliver those things. Uh, Dr. Um, Angela was sharing that this is a predator. Chief Kevin Davis was saying this is a predator. It, it seems almost like a Dirty John situation to me, that this person you know, could possibly have been charming them online. Take a listen to our Cut 8. This
1: is our friend Sierra Fox at Fox 5, D.C., Since August, investigators have
6: found four bodies and say all victims were killed with blunt force trauma. The most recent human remains discovered in a shopping cart Alexandra, Virginia are believed to be 29-year-old Cheyenne Brown who was missing from Southeast D.C. Family helped police identify Brown after recognizing her tattoo. Investigators reveal she had been talking on a dating site and was pregnant at the time of her death. Video from the night she was killed shows Brown taking the metro from D.C. to the Huntington metro stop, but she never returned. Detectives are holding off on releasing any video and photos from the incidents at this time as they work with the victim's families.
1: You know, when I worked in D.C., I took the Metro I can't even count how many hundreds of times Alexis Terezchuk, that woman named Cheyenne Brown. You, You didn't get to the part about how they end up in a shopping cart.
4: So he killed them. Where he has killed them, we are still trying to find out. What they are, they are found near, two victims were found together in the woods near a motel in Virginia, the Moon Inn Motel.
1: Hey, can I just talk about this hotel? The Moon Inn Hotel in Fairfax County looks like an old, I guess, antebellum mansion. But it does, I mean, when you hear the word, motel you think of like some city flop house uh in a bad area of town it doesn't look like that at all to me i mean it's um manicured lawn and shrubbery and it's got the american flag flying out front and wreaths on the door it's immaculately kept up and then not far away, I see a picture of, oh, I identified it's a Target uh, shopping cart. And it looks like it's down a ravine of sorts. So I want to get back to the shopping cart aspect of this. To Dr. Michelle Dupree joining me, former uh, medical examiner. She's a forensic pathologist. Dr. Michelle Dupree, you ever see anything like it? Absolutely, we had stuff like this um, in Miami and in other large cities all the time. Oh, let's talk about Miami. Okay. I'm, I'm all about crime in Miami because of Dexter. Yes, and when I was uh, fed, we had a lot of cases in Miami, fraud cases. It uh, was what I was dealing with in Miami. Go ahead, I, I'm all ears.
2: Well, we had um, there was large homeless populations, for example, and so. There were several times when we had homeless go missing, and nobody really tracked them. I mean, nobody would miss them, so to speak. Um, it was, sometimes it was by luck that we even found out. But I remember one
0: specific case. It was a serial killer case.
1: What do you make of the whole shopping cart aspect? Because you're that's staging the scene to the nth degree. And staging does not have to be sophisticated. For instance, I'm um, putting a, uh, a blanket over the victim's face. I had a case where the victim had been covered with leaves and branches, a case where the perp tried to stage a scene to look like a suicide instead of a homicide and would not have figured that one out if it hadn't been for blood spatter evidence. But it goes on and on. It can be very um, sophisticated or it can be like this. Putting your victim, I wonder if they were clothed or unclothed, and I wonder if they were raped or not, in a shopping cart and pushing it down a ravine. were, were Hold on, Alexis Tereshchuk, were all the bodies in shopping carts found in a wooded area or any of them left on the street in a shopping cart?
4: So far, there there are five victims that we know of. Four of them were found in wooded areas or like an undeveloped commercial parking lot out in the kind of the suburbs of dc so in virginia but one woman was actually found in a shopping cart just a blanket over her body by union station in washington dc which is a heavily trafficked area that you
1: know i told you to the metro every when i was working in dc all the time that's where i would catch it right there at union station and inside union station when i live there it was full of all sorts of high end restaurants and those super expensive coffee shops and shops where they sold nothing but hats and gloves and scarves, like cashmere things that, that kind of, of shopping. Um, I would never even get a coffee there cause it would be like $7. Forget it. But it's the dichotomy of that Lisa D'Addio As opposed to just outside, there's a dead woman in a shopping cart with a blanket over her.
7: Yeah, it's just, you know, it's tough. And again, I'm also very familiar with Union Station down in D.C. and just the high traffic of it. You have to take into account everything that's going on down there. And to see a shopping cart with a blanket over it, not paying attention to the cart itself. You may think it belongs to a nearby homeless person or somebody's belongings are there from a homeless person. You're not thinking twice about the fact that there may be a body in it and no one's paying attention to it, ignoring it, going about doing their own business, you know, not even caring that somebody was dumped across the street from this high-end train station. You know, Dr.
1: Angie, you know, you deal with female patients all the time. What are we, anyway? I feel like, why is it always women? We're just treated like trash. Just put out in a shopping cart and left out there to decompose. It's just, it is going on. This is a serial killer. There's no telling how many women he's done this to across the country. Well, I think it speaks,
2: Nancy, I think it speaks to women and and it, unfortunately, women are typically the the uh vulnerable ones, but I think it speaks to women wanting someone to share their lives with and wanting someone to make them feel good and they they literally think you know, Nancy, everyone I talk to in here only talks about meeting people on dating apps they they literally, all of my patients tell me that's the that is the way people are meeting folks now. And I'm quite I'm sure that this man was quite good at making these women feel good about themselves. And that's why they and that's why he was able to lure them to this place, right? Well, are you saying that he was charming? I I bet you he is charming. I'm sure he didn't tell them that he was gonna bang them over the head with a sledgehammer.
3: From BBC
8: Radio Four.
1: You can get it installed or do-it-yourself kits available. Just call 866-822-7328 or visit TakeChargeOfYourAir.com. Get 20% off today. Thank you, Easy Breathe, for being our partner. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. Take a listen again to our friend Sierra Fox. Uh, at Fox 5 in D.C. our cut 7.
6: Fairfax County Police Chief Kevin Davis says the shopping cart killer would meet his victims on dating sites then motels before killing them then taking their remains to an undisclosed location in a shopping cart. For example two days ago Fairfax County Police found human remains in a container near a shopping cart in this isolated wooded area here in Alexandria, Virginia along Richmond Highway.
3: He prays on the weak, he prays on the, the, the vulnerable, um, and he does unspeakable things with his victim.
6: Right
1: along the highway, along the Richmond Highway. And again, this guy, we believe, is connected to 35 other jurisdictions. How many women has he killed? Take a listen to our Cut 6 WJLA.
6: Sadly... These remains were not alone in the container.
8: The remains of another unknown identified individual were discovered. One, they're pretty sure is Browns. The other, they don't know. But ask, are there even more victims? We're only going back a couple, two or three months. That's it.
3: And that's what worries us. Um, You know, he, he didn't suddenly turn into who he is three months ago.
8: And Fairfax police at this point say that they believe that the mystery victim is from this area, but they don't know who it is. They would like the public's help.
1: And that's a whole nother can of worms. Brahman Blake joining me, adjunct professor, University of Texas School of Law, prosecuting a Jane Doe murder. Man, that's hard to do. Explain.
0: Oh, it's- if they're not able to identify this person, then it's very difficult for them to collect evidence about what may have happened before the crime. And you asked, Nancy, how many women has this shopping cart killer killed? I would ask about all of the living victims that when he was still honing his technique, people he tried to charm online, perhaps, um, people he maybe met up with briefly. I think that when Chief Kevin Davis is giving this press conference they're really wanting these living victims to come forward and help gather some of that evidence that may help us figure out who that single is
1: You know she's got a really good point Lisa D'Addio I guarantee you his first murder the serial killer was not his first time at the rodeo I guarantee you he had either raped or kidnapped or assaulted in some way a victim who managed to live to tell the tale Oh absolutely
7: and you know, to, to everyone, and especially Chief Davis's, you know, like what he's really trying to do is get the word out there to other women who have had contact with him prior to him, you know, murdering uh, murdering his first victim. Which we know there are others, right? Uh, you know
1: what you're reminding me of right now, Lisa Daddio. What's that? A guy I prosecuted, and the victim, the first victim. Uh, well, she wasn't the first she was the only one that we could actually prove this guy i believe was a serial killer and i got to digging we never did identify the jane doe found out this guy who we thought was the killer had a girlfriend that had kicked him out so i found the girlfriend She looked almost identical to the reconstruction sketch we did of the Jane Doe. That's not all. I forgot how I did it now, but I got some information that I needed to go to the Fulton County Women's Jail. No, no, no. It was in a neighboring county, I think, Gwinnett. And I went up there and I found this woman. She had been raped by the perp. And he tried to strangle her, but he didn't succeed. So how valuable is that? Because the Jane Doe had been raped and strangled. The girlfriend had been strangled and lived. It's just amazing the psychopathy, the repetition of the same scenario over and over there's got to be a psychiatric name for that dr angela arnold where you keep doing the same thing over and over and over when a criminal does that for some type of internal excitement i guess you know
2: i don't really i don't really know if there's a name for that but i do believe there's a name for
1: the person who does it and he's a sociopath well, I know, but a sociopath can be a lot of people. I, I, I'm talking about someone. Okay, here's a good example. Alexis Tereshuk, you and I covered BTK, bind, torture, kill, Dennis Rader, for a long time. Serial killer, and I believe he was a dog catcher. I mean, right there, I don't like him. But I believe he was a peeping Tom and would peep on women on his dog catching route. And then he graduated to fulfilling his twisted fantasies and started murdering women and then dressing them up post-mortem along the lines of Charles Manson, how he would do that to a lot of his victims. Long story short, doing the same thing over and over and over. We see that's what's happening here, and it's a big clue
4: as to the identity of the perp. And, Nancy, so... The, the woman who was unidentified, she was found with Cheyenne Brown. So these two women, their bodies were found next to the Target shopping cart in a container in the woods. This woman had actually been staying in the hotel. She went missing months before Cheyenne went missing. Her family reported her missing, so she was staying in the hotel. So this hotel is, is sort of at the center of it all. Are you talking about the Moon Hotel? Yes, the Moon, moon Inn. Gosh, you know, when you look
1: at it, it looks so quaint. But it is the center of more than one of the serial killer's victims. Take a listen now to Our Cut 9 from Fox 5.
6: In the same container where Brown's remains were found, police say another person's remains were also inside. That individual has not yet been identified. This investigation all started when two other bodies were found in an open lot in Harrisonburg, Virginia. Two women, 54-year-old Aline Redmond and 39-year-old Tamita Smith. The Harrisonburg Police Chief Kelly Warner joined Fairfax County's Police Department at a news conference today.
5: Both women were discovered within a short distance of each other, uh, dead, um, although their deaths took place at two separate times. Justice will prevail,
7: and the offender will be held accountable for what
6: he did, and we haven't ruled out they, I'll use the plural ter- term,
7: maybe what they did.
1: Seeing the same MO modus operandi method of operation of getting rid of the bodies. So he liked the one container where he dumped a body near the moon in. So he used it again. So the discovery of these two bodies must have been a horrible, horrible scene. One body had been there for some time.
6: Take a listen now to our cut 11 Fox 5. In December, human remains were found in a plastic container near a shopping car in an isolated wooded area along Richmond Highway in Alexandria, Virginia. Fairfax County police are now waiting for the DNA confirmation of those two deaths. I checked in with the medical examiner's office today and they say both cases are still pending. However, detectives believe one victim is 29-year-old Cheyenne Brown of Southeast D.C. after her family recognized a tattoo of her name. The fourth victim could be a woman from California, Stephanie Harrison. There are missing person signs surrounding the Moon Inn Hotel where her sister tells Fox 5 she was staying last August the families involved are heartbroken that there could be more victims out there all of a sudden
7: there's four people just all of a sudden and then how many more are there going to be i mean i mean in a way i kind of feel like there has to be more too because you don't just wake up one day and start doing that so true
1: so true and let me understand this alexis tereshuk one victim had been staying there the victim from california back in august there were missing persons flyers. missing person flyers up but yet this container was not that far away.
4: It wasn't, and they, they had not. They couldn't find her? They didn't, and it wasn't. And then after uh, Cheyenne went missing, that's when they started searching the area because they had done some police work to figure out where her cell phone was and where she was staying, things like that, and that's where they tracked her down. So Then they had the cadaver dog. And then they went to this area. But yeah, there was a, a literally a, a missing person's poster for this woman just right on the road near the, the hotel.
5: I'm Katya Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.
1: Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's program possible, Easy Breathe. Are you spending more time in your basement now that it's your rec room, office, Visit TakeChargeOfYourAir.com. Get 20% off today. Thank you, Easy Breathe, for being our partner. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. Take a listen to our Cut 12, Jess Arnold, WUSA
9: 9. Fairfax County police say it was here, right near the Moon Inn in Alexandria, and they found the body of a woman who they believe is 29-year-old Cheyenne Brown. She's one of four alleged victims of the so-called shopping cart killer. Police are hoping to confirm her identity through DNA by the end of the next week, but her mom says she already knows it's her from her tattoo. This picture of 29-year-old Cheyenne Brown and her 7-year-old son, Juan, may be one of the last they shared. His grandmother says he's struggling to understand. His mom is in heaven now.
2: But he still picks up the phone and he still tries to call her. So I know he doesn't really understand.
9: Nikandra Brown says on September 30th, Cheyenne got on a Metro bus in D.C. and disappeared was five months pregnant at the time
7: calling you know hospitals checking for like jane does or unidentified women and you know checking the morgue and i was a wreck
9: in early december fairfax county police found what they believe is cheyenne's body they suspect she's one of at least four alleged victims of the shopping cart killer
1: take a listen to these names tanita smith 39 Aline redmond 54 that's a big age difference and the women that he's picking. So I think whoever said it earlier, you're right. He's not picking a certain age or a certain type. Cheyenne Brown, 29, with a little boy, the son, who's still trying to call her on her cell phone. Stephanie Harrison, 48. Sonia Champ, 40, was just found, was discovered in September, but just recently connected to the shopping cart killer it goes on and on. They couldn't seem to catch him. Take a listen to our Cut 5, Sam Ford, WJLA.
8: Police in Harrisonburg found the bodies of 54-year-old Aline Elizabeth Redman of Harrisonburg and 39-year-old Tonita Llorise Smith of Charlottesville, November 23rd, in a vacant lot near a motel in Harrisonburg not far apart. A Metropolitan PT,
5: PD contacted the Harrisonburg Major Crimes
8: Division. After Harrisonburg police said they saw him on surveillance with a shopping cart, they arrested Robinson. D.C. police suspected a link to Cheyenne Brown of Northeast D.C., who disappeared September 30th. Using digital GPS, police followed Brown and Robinson from the Minnesota Avenue Metro Station in D.C. to the Huntington Metro Station in Virginia. Fairfax police searched near the Moon Inn Motel and found a shopping cart. Next to it, a big plastic trash container, and they believe Brown's remains were. We're inside. Straight to you, Alexis Chuck, So surveillance video of
1: a
4: man pushing a shopping cart is what cracked the case? It is. They finally they finally got it. They were using, I mean, just regular police investigation. They, they find the victim's cell phone. They see where, where they had been, where they went. Now they realize she was at this motel. So then they try to find surveillance video around there or around where the other bodies were found, and they see him on video. And here's the thing we talked about. So you're saying he has been doing, you know, th- these are at least five that we know of. This isn't new. But what if he had never been caught? Well,
1: amazingly, this guy does not have a criminal record, but that is not uncommon. I mean, the reality, how many times does a rapist or sex assault or assault before he's caught? It's a staggering number. Some say between 12, others say 70 times that they molest or assault before they're ever caught. And the vast majority of women do not report sex assaults. Why? I'm not sure. Um, I believe in their mind, they feel somehow responsible for the attack on themselves. Take a listen to our cut 10 Fox 5. Fairfax County
6: Police want to figure out how many times the shopping cart killer stayed here at the Moon Inn Hotel to better figure out a timeline of when these unfortunate events unfolded and to see if there are any more potential victims out there. You may remember that detectives say he would meet his victims on dating apps, then locations like this before doing unspeakable things to them. Today I was able to speak with the daughter of one of the victims who says she's still processing all of this
7: in the world did that happen like you see it on tv and i mean it really is like exactly what goes on in the shows right now like everything that's happening um and it's kind of weird
6: her mother is 54 year old beth redmond her remains were found in a vacant lot in Harrisonburg, along with 39 year old tanita lorice Right now, Anthony Robinson is behind bars and charged with two counts of first-degree murder and disposing the bodies of those two women.
1: You were just hearing the daughter of one of the murdered victims. Now take a listen to the mother of one of the murdered victims, our friends at WUSA 9, our Cut 13. I
0: don't even know what words.
1: It's just terrible.
9: Police have arrested 35-year-old Anthony Robinson for the murders. When Nicandra's cousin saw his picture, she says he recognized him as a man Cheyenne had brought to their house before.
7: And I'm so angry. Like, I, I don't even have tears anymore. I'm just like, why would you do this to my daughter? She didn't deserve that. You know, she was just
9: so full of life. And so is her son. And he has the same heart like his mom. It's like, she's she's still here with us.
2: She's still here with us, through him.
1: And we hear police begging, now that we have this guy's photo, for women who have had any contact with him to speak out. Take a listen to WJLA Cut 14.
3: And breaking right now, 7 News is on your side with the latest on a body found in D.C. that investigators believe could be the fifth victim of the so-called shopping cart killer. Tonight, they have released the identity of that victim. Investigators say the victim is Sonia Champ. Her body was found in a shopping cart near Union Station back in September. Fairfax police say they just found out about her death, which is being investigated by D.C. police. As that continues, Fairfax investigators have confirmed the identity of two women they believe were killed by 35-year-old Anthony Robinson. And now they are hoping any potential survivors will come forward and help them learn more about Robinson. In particular, missing females who uh, may fit the victimology profile of our four victims. What we really need is information about previous contacts. Now, investigators believe Robinson used dating apps like Plenty of Fish and Tagged to meet his victims. He is currently in jail, charged in the deaths of two women in Harrisonburg.
1: To you, Alexis Tereschuk, CrimeOnline.com investigative reporter, why are we hearing the number thirty five as to how many other jurisdictions may be involved?
4: well he has he is originally from New York. most these victims were found in virginia and washington d c And police all around the area are connecting that perhaps there was a similar, a missing person or a body found where they have not identified who the killer is and they think this could be related. So there are so many unsolved murders and they're all looking, all these jurisdictions, are now they're all talking to each other and they're realizing that maybe there is a connection. He could have gone anywhere, up and down East Coast or further, but this is where they're all, they seem to have unsolved murders that they're gonna try to see if this is connected. So
1: you're telling me that he's being held right now in Virginia? Yes. For
4: these, for, so far, he's been charged with murders of two women. Right now, there are three others that are definitely known. So he's awaiting charges for their death. Are they also in Virginia? Two are. The, the fifth is in Washington, D.C.
1: Okay. You know what that tells me, Bronwyn Blake? Um, is there any chance... Well, with these two jurisdictions, there's not. There's no chance this guy's going to get the death penalty, no matter how many women he tortured and murdered and left their bodies in a shopping cart because neither of those jurisdictions have the DP.
0: Nancy, I I think you make a good point, and I, I have to thank you for highlighting this story on your show because when we hear details like this and the fact that this person might not have certain punishments we want to turn away, As women, we really can't. And in the Texas Advocacy Project, we've been doing free legal services for domestic violence, sexual assault, stalking for 40 years. And I've been working in dating violence for 16 years. And this can happen to anyone. You heard about these victims. They're all ages, they're different races. What do they have in common? I'm sure Dr. Angela would agree with me. They're hopeful people. And these Chief Davis, Chief Warren, they need more people to come forward. And we believe survivors. If others were hurt, I hope they do come forward so this person can be punished appropriately.
1: Dr. Angie Arnold, give me your analysis. Well, the sad, the sad
2: thing is the, the reason people don't come forward is because oftentimes when something bad does happen to them and they've been on a dating site, they are so mortified and embarrassed of what happened to them. And they and so they come to somebody like me and they talk to me about it, but they don't want to go forward and and let everybody know what they were doing, because they do reach out on dating sites, because that is what people do now to find love in their life so that, you know. They're initially very vulnerable from that standpoint, but when it doesn't work out, they, people don't go shouting it from the rooftops because, as you said, Nancy, for some people it does work out. So then the victim feels like, well, why did this not happen to me, and why am I a victim, and what was wrong with me that this chose this
1: man chose me to be a victim? So people don't speak out. I'm very curious about the other jurisdictions where we believe he has murdered other women. Talisa
7: Daddio, what's your analysis? we got to get the word out there. I think there's other victims outside of D.C., Washington area, uh, and Virginia. And especially with connections back up into New York, we have to look at all those missing person reports and those unknown Jane Doe's. To you, Dr. Michelle Dupree,
2: weigh in. I think they're right. You know, there are many reasons that women don't report sexual assault. And I think that the stigma of that is something that we also need to work on because, you know, it is not their fault. And so many times they don't believe that. They believe that they did something to encourage it or to lead them on or something like that. But
1: as we all know, you know, no is no. You know, Alexis Shrezchuk, these victims... As our guests are pointing out, across all barriers age, race, uh, socioeconomic level. It seems as if no one is safe from this guy. H- how are we going to figure out without a DNA comparison?
4: what other victims he's murdered. I think it's going to have to be tracked through the dating service. And then other people are going to recognize him when they see his name, they see his face. They might, you know, they might've just chatted with him for a few minutes on this dating app and, and thought, oh, he wasn't for me. And now they realize who it was. We don't even know if he used his real name on this dating app. That's something, you know, that that could have been done. So he might've been telling other people or when he went on other dates, he could have been using a different name so they're going to have to really put it out there so that people know and recognize this
1: i think one way to do it is through uh cell phone data where he has been wherever he's been going back for years that's where i would look for unsolved homicides and missing people tip line 703-246-7800 repeat 703-246-7800 look At Anthony Robinson. Did you date him? Did you talk to him online? Did your sister date him? Do you have a friend or relative missing? 703-246-7800. Nancy Grace, Crime Story, signing off. Goodbye, friend. That's L-E-E-S-A dot forward slash Nancy. Thanks, Lisa Mattress, for being our partner.
4: Zen Nicotine Pouches deliver nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime, which means Zen pairs well with you, your personality, your schedule, and your spontaneity. Zen fits easily into your bag, pocket, and into your life because it's smoke-free, hands-free, and hassle-free. So the only person who will know you have a Zen pouch is you. Visit zen.com or head to your local convenience store today to find your Zen. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical.
1: Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's program possible, Easy Breathe. Are you spending more time in your basement now that it's your rec room, office, playroom, or home gym? Well, you need to ventilate those spaces to remove stagnant, musty air. for being our partner.